Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 121. Yeah. Man, 121 episodes, guys. What do you think about that? It's kind of cool. Anyway, I am driving in my car right now. I've got probably about a 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive somewhere in there ahead of me. Um, I don't know if this episode will take that long, uh, but I did want to put this out here uh, because I thought it was fresh and also my wife, (laughs) she, she, this morning I told her about this and she's like, that, that's so good. You, you need to, you need to record that. That's a podcast right there. That's a podcast episode right there, Tyler. So on my wife's unction and leading, uh, I decided to record, uh, this right here and share with you guys actually what I shared with my seven-year-old and five-year-old yesterday while we were driving in the car. So, but yeah, anyway, before I jump into that, uh, hey, uh, if, um, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening to Success Has uh, Podcast, thanks so much uh, for tuning in. You know, basically, uh, here's, here's, the, here's the short story about the Success Edge Podcast. Uh, several years ago, I decided that... You know, I had things inside of me that I wanted to get out. I tried doing a vlog um, and doing that route. I tried actually uh, doing some doing some actual blogging. Uh, so, blogging with a B, actually typing things out, uh, and that just really wasn't my cup of tea. And then I even tried to do some uh, vlogging, which is basically me you know, getting behind a a video camera and recording myself. And, you know, that, that might've taken off a little bit, but still it was a little bit too cumbersome and everything like that. And then I started to get into the world of podcasting and listening to podcasts. And I really was enjoying podcasts. And, um, I kind of got inspired to say, you know what, this might be a good avenue to get out what I'm learning and what I've experienced over the years. And so I, I wanted to focus on Christians in the marketplace uh, because that's where I was at. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of material. This is about three, four years ago. And I wanted to get the me- just a message of encouragement, message of stories, message of testimonies, uh, message of success, God's way out there in the marketplace. And so pretty much I started that up. Uh, I learned what a podcast was, learned how to create one, learned how to upload one, um, and bought a lot of equipment for it. Uh, still have the equipment. Um, it's kind of become more of a scaled down version for me now, uh, that it might come back to being a full, full, full fledged, uh, thing where I was interviewing people and delivering content that way. Um, 
I know that I'm actually um, in the process today. Um, I think it gets started today. It's scheduled for today that I will be, you know, revamp revamping the artwork for the Success Edge podcast, and we're going to change the uh, the tagline and not. We're not going to be focused on the marketplace Christian, you know, per se. Uh, even though, you know, I'm still a marketplace Christian. Uh, I'm a Christian. Period. Uh, I love Jesus. I'm a Jesus freak. And at the end of the day, guess what? Um, I say it. I I feel like just from uh, the prompt of the Holy Spirit and also just some other counsel from other uh, men in my life that. You know, we're going to change the tagline, and we're going to just going to make this, uh, you know, basically the Success Edge podcast, living in victory every day. So, you know, we're going to—I don't know what the tagline officially will be, but you know, we're going to work that detail out and go from there. So, thanks so much. That's a little brief history on the podcast. We've gone through several iterations of it, and you know, I did take a probably about a year off uh, from the podcast. Uh, just because I just felt led to do that and then started to come back here and just share with you guys while I'm either driving in my car or I'm out for a walk um, or if I am sitting behind you know the microphone in my uh, office uh, slash studio uh, down in the uh, in the bat cave yes the bat cave I said um, my office has been named the bat cave because I have Batman stuff like all over the walls uh, it's just kind of symbolic to me of something. I maybe one day I'll do an episode on that. <laughs> so, at any rate, um, yesterday. Uh, by the way, it is August the twenty fifth. It's about nine. No, it's about eight forty five, almost eight forty five in the morning. Let me get a quick swig of coffee here. coffee anyway so so I decided to you know my children we were driving back we were going to go see one of their cousins play volleyball we had just got done with um, you know throwing actually uh, we had some throwing practice all right Uh, because I am a I am a hammer thrower and I have aspirations behind that but Kids and I, Tyler and Trinity, decided to tag along, and they actually did some throwing themselves, which is kind of fun. So we actually were driving back uh, across town to go uh, watch uh, the Cousins uh, volleyball game, which they were excited about, I was excited about, and I don't know which one asked me. It might have been Trinity. Um, If I had to guess, I think it might have been Trinity, Uh, but it could have been Tyler. And basically they asked me where does satan come from (laughs) only out of the mouths of babes do questions real questions get asked right sometimes or statements get made that you might not necessarily say out loud well so i got a chance to go through that uh and tell them the story of how lucifer was you know one of the top three angels uh, for God and how he was the man and he was a, one of the I think one of the most beautiful angels actually I think that was the Bible says and and he how that uh, you know he became prideful and wanted to take over God's throne and God 
threw him down to earth uh, like a lightning bolt. Uh, it said, no way, Jose. And Satan took a third of the angels with him. And, you know, my kids, Tyler and Trinity, they're like, what? Man, that's, holy cow, Dad. <laughs> they were amazed by, you know, the story and that, you know, Satan was actually, or Lucifer was actually part of that. And then they, you know, like a third of the angels, and they're like, well, how many angels is that? And, you know, I don't, that's a, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fallen angels. Okay. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, you know, you know obviously uh, Lucifer now is, is Satan or the devil. And then uh, those fallen angels, uh, Tyler Trinity, are now uh, demons, basically. And uh, they, you know, they have a demonic, uh, you know, thing with them. So I was trying to explain it to them uh, about that. And then I went into something that... I felt led to talk to you guys about, and this is where my wife was like, oh, you got to share that. So I have just learned over the years about angels, okay, and just the study of angels. I've read, you know, maybe one or two books on the study of angels. I don't claim to be an expert. I've, you know, listened to several messages, and so I have a kind of a working knowledge, you know, I won't say that I've grasped everything about how angels function, but guess what? Angels are in the Bible and demons are in the Bible and guess, you know what? I mean, they're here today still, right? And so I was explaining to Tyler and Trinity that I said, I, I, asked, I asked them, I said, hey guys, do you guys know how to get your angels to work for you. <laughs> oh man. And they're like, no, dad, how, how does that work? And I said, well, Tyler, I said, what does Philippians 4.13 say? And Tyler Jr., he knows that one very well. Uh, he just quickly spouted off that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I said, well, guess what, Tyler? When you say that verse of the Bible in faith, okay, in faith, then your angels immediately go to work on your behalf. <laughs> yep. And, you know, I know you might be saying, are you for real? There's no way in the world that that's true. How... That you can't prove that, Tyler. You want to make a bet? <laughs> so again, you know, we're riding in the car, and I don't have. Uh, I'm not going to pull up scripture verse, you know, chapter and verse. You can go look it up yourself. All right, but there's two places in the Bible, and obviously there's more than that uh, regarding this. If we want to, you know, but I just, you know, want to give you two places because that definitely solidifies things. Um, you know, in the word. And the first one is uh, Hebrews 1, I believe it's verse 14. And it says, you know, aren't they ministering spirits, speaking of angels, that minister on the behalf of the saints? Okay? So that's one thing. So angels do have assignment to actually minister on our behalf. Okay? And they'll, 
next verse clearly says in in Psalms 103, all right, maybe in verse 20, I believe. But in Psalms 103, it says that angels hearken or they listen and are empowered to do the voice or the word of God. Okay? Go look it up. It's in their chapter and verse, guys. Not pulling any wool over your eyes at all. So, I went on to tell Tyler Jr. that, hey, because of that, you know, you your angels are actually working on your behalf to bring about what you say out of your mouth. These are why your words carry so much weight uh, with what you say. And that's how God intended it to be, is you are royalty, you know, you are a child of the King, and you are seated with Christ Jesus. Therefore, you have subjects. <laughs> I, know, I know you might be going, are you for real? Yes, I am for real. You have subjects that... That they go and do things for kings and queens, all right, and those are actually in the spirit realm, okay, called angels. So, I, they were like, they were just, they were totally like blown away by all that, and you know, even Trinity, she pipes up and says, "Well, Daddy, what what's that scripture verse that you know, that, you know, um, they'll protect you." You know, and I said, well, Trinity, that's probably Psalms 91, where it says, you know, and his angels uh, have charge over you and keep you in all your ways. That's Psalms 91. I, I don't mean to reverse for it, but that's Psalms 91. Now, here's, here's the thing. I said, Trinity, when you confess that, all right, when you say that out of your mouth in faith again, guess what? Your angels go to work for you, all right, and, you know, I didn't, obviously, no one had ever taught me this in church, whenever I was, all the way up until I was maybe about 24 years, 22, 23 years old, all right, I mean, I'd grown up going to church and totally, but never had heard anything like this taught of how to activate my angels, how to empower my angels to go forth and minister on my behalf according to Ephesians 1, oh Hebrews, excuse me, Hebrews 1, 14. Never knew that. And, you know, my life drastically started turning around when I started to meditate on the Word of God, get it planted in my heart. Now watch this, this is so good what I'm saying right here. Meditate on the Word of God for a certain situation that I was in, which... At that time, whenever I was 20, this is like the first time I saw the Word of God um, in my life really just just manifest itself because of, of what I'm getting ready to tell you. I had a fa- financial situation that was going on in Amy and I's marriage early on, and we were flat busted. And I got a hold of you know, renewing my mind to the Word of God and meditating on the Word. And so I was meditating on the Scripture of Philippians 4.19. And as I was meditating on that Scripture, lo and behold, I kept meditating, saying that out loud. I would, you know, be at a stoplight. I would just say, you know, and my God shall supply all of my need according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. 
I would say in the shower. I would say I was just saying it everywhere I could go because I I just had come to this revelation that you know what I've got to get the word of God inside of me. I've, it's got to become more real to me than you know than the car I'm driving right now. It's got to become inside me. The only way you do that is you have to plant the word. You have to say the word over and over. All right. And get it planted in the soil of your heart and then allow it to grow up. All right. Well, to not to make a, you know, a long story long, but I, I was meditating on the word. I was, you know, saying those things and lo and behold, um, I was probably about after two months of maybe saying that and confessing uh, the word that I uh, came into a situation where that I seriously had a ser- some serious lack. And I remember my mind, my, my mind, my, my brain screaming at me, you know, saying, you're an idiot. And I'd learned enough that I did not need to say out with my mouth the negative thing or the negative confession about that, okay? I did not need to confess that. I had learned that enough, and I'll tell you why in a second, uh, as more of a revelation came to me. But here's the deal. So I, as I was in this office of mine, and I just got done checking my bank balance, because this was back whenever you just had to only check your bank balances actually, you know, from, uh, from your telephone, if you wanted to check it. Got done checking that, and it told me that, you know, I didn't have enough money, you know, uh, in the checking account for even uh, what the bills I needed to pay. And I think it was like, I'm seriously, I think it was like 19 or $29, something like that, literally. And there was no money in savings. I mean, savings account was, you know, what, what was a savings account? I didn't know the definition of a savings account, even though I'd grown up, you know, having a savings account anyway. The deal was, is that I wound up... Um, you know, standing up from my chair, and I remember it just like it was yesterday, I remember standing up, and it was like all this pressure in my head was coming out, but I remember inside, down in my gut, inside my spirit man, it was like I got squeezed, and the pressure squeezed me, but out of my mouth came this, well, my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I said, that's it. All right. And I started walking on down the stairs. And I kid you not, guys, 30 seconds later, maybe a minute. I know it was probably 30 seconds. 30 seconds later, I get a phone call from a former uh, job, uh, you know, kind of independent contractor thing that I was doing where I'd made some sales. And this company calls me up out of the blue and said, Hey, we're going through our accounting stuff. And it'd been like two or three months since I'd actually, you know, worked for this company. We're going through our books and we noticed that we actually hadn't paid you, uh, for a sale that you made. And I'm like, well, praise God. And she said, would you like to come pick up your check today? Cause it was Friday when I checked whenever I, the day I was doing all this and I'm like, absolutely. She said, well, do you want to know how much it is? I'm like, well, sure. And she proceeded to give me the amount. It's roughly about $3,200. So Mr. McCart definitely sped over there. I mean, I might have gone a little bit over the speed limit. Well, that's okay. But I quickly drove over there. And what had happened, I had actually spoke the word of God as a, 
um, as a child of God, as a heir of salvation, and my angels were empowered to go and loose that money that the enemy had been having his hands on and release that. Now, you know, you might say, oh, yeah, right. You know, there's no way in the world that happened. You don't know that. They're probably going to call you anyway. Well, you know what? You believe what you want to believe. <laughs> because I can tell you this. Here's the reason why I did not want to confess the negative side of all that. Okay? Where the, the stuff that was going on inside my brain. And this is what even what I told Tyler and Trinity yesterday. That when you say the negative... When you say the thing contrary to the word of God, so in that scenario for me, the contrary thing would have been said, would mean for me to have been able to say what was kind of going on in my brain, what are you going to do? Oh my goodness, you have no money at all. You're, 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 you're an idiot. You know, those are the things that were going on inside my brain. Now, were those facts? Um, yeah, I didn't have any money in the bank account at that moment, but guess what? I'm a child of the Most High God. I was renewing my mind to it. And you know what? I had learned that, guess what? I could empower or the Word of God would supply me, would give me exactly what I need because I am a child of the Most High God. So, needless to say, I didn't confess the negative. I confessed the positive. And wouldn't you know, bam, my angels were empowered to go forth and minister on my behalf. Well, again, if I had confessed the negative, and the reason why I say this is because angels, if we go back to that scripture in Psalms 103, that they hearken to the voice of the word, uh, the Lord your God. Well, if Satan and his angels are the backwards portion, or they are the reverse of the enemy, or of, of God, excuse me, if they are the reverse, guess what? They hearken to the opposite of God's word. <laughs> Did you get that? So they're listening out for what we say in the negative, contrary to the word of God. And they feed off that. And you know what? They're empowered to go out and make that stuff happen for you. Now, I know you might be sitting there going, scratching your head, there's no way in the world I can, you can prove that, Tyler. But, hey, I'm just making a slight observation, but you can't prove me otherwise. I'm just making a slight observation that, you know what? You can empower demons by the negative talk for your life. Yep, there you go. And so I told Tyler Trinity that yesterday. I said, Tyler, you know, when you say, you know, because right now Tyler Jr. is, you know, having a little bit of challenge uh, reading, and he's got the opportunity to overcome that, well, because he's had a little bit of a challenge, you know, he said sometimes out of his mouth that I hate reading. I'm just no good at reading, you know, and that's empowering the enemy to act on his behalf. And so I told Tyler, I said, Tyler, when you sit there and you say, you know, I don't, I don't know how to read. I'm not good at reading. I hate reading. When I said, Tyler, you say those things, guess what? You're empowering demons to act on your behalf, to make sure that that happens, you know, and they cause circumstances and everything like that for those things to happen in your life. And he's like, huh, well, I like to read, Dad. <laughs> That's literally what he said. That was pretty cute. 
<laughs> He's like, I like to read. I'm, I'm, gre- I'm great at reading. <laughs> I'm like, exactly, Tyler. That is why you've got to confess the positive thing in your life, the one that lines up with the Word of God. And, I, and Trinity was like, oh my goodness, wow, Dad. You know, I mean, from what a five-year-old could say. But, gang, I'm telling you straight up that, you know, your words and you getting the Word of God and knowing the Word of God and knowing your inheritance, all right, cause you to succeed or not succeed based upon, you know, what you speak and what you confess. And because of that, you actually empower either your angels, you can keep your angels sitting on the sideline while you sit there and negatively speak stuff about situations, right? Or you can turn on the other side and speak, you know, positive and empower your angels to go forth and minister on your behalf, or you empower the enemy, okay, to go out and cause those things to happen. So that's my little rendition today, guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys be empowered. You guys know that your words matter. Know that you have authority. Know that God loves you, that you are a child of the Most High God, and you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Appreciate you guys. We'll catch you on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.